I, I do code stuff. <laughs> I do code stuff. I do code stuff good sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I do code. It's yeah. good. Sometimes. Sometimes good. And welcome to Indigenous Innovators. I'm Jen Polak from the Alexis Nakota Sioux Nation on Treaty 6 territory, and I am the Digital Communications Strategist at Anamiki. And I'm Dakota Lightning, full stack developer focusing on front end for Anamiki for, from Muscogee's Samsung Cree Nation. We're recording this on the traditional territory of the Lekwungen Songhees peoples of the Coast Salish Nation. We acknowledge traditional territories not only to ground our people and stories in the traditional lands where they come from, but to recognize the sovereignty of each individual nation across Turtle Island. Our guest today is Darian Samper, who is Kitsan from Hazleton, BC. He is a student at the University of Victoria in Computer Science program. Darren has worked in and out of the indigenous sector for the past few years while attending school, including positions within tech, the community and running his own startup. Darian is currently a co-op student at Animiki, working as a front-end developer. He is passionate about honing his craft in technology while advocating for other indigenous peoples entering the tech sector. Welcome, Darian. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, man. Thanks for being here. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Excited to be here and uh, get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So let's start with school. You've enrolled in the computer science program, and in what year now? So I'm going into my fourth year of computer science. Fourth year, so that means you're done after yes, this year. Yes, done in April. That's exciting. Any plans after graduating? Uh, not exactly sure right now. Kind of <laughs> letting that unfold naturally. Yeah, that's a good plan. Um, so. Computer sciences, um, why did you decide that this was the program for you? Uh, to be honest, um, ever since high school, I was never the greatest student. Uh, I, I found myself getting a little bored in high, my high school years and focusing more on the sports and other interests. And when I went to university, I thought it was going to revamp my whole view on education. And I started taking classes in business and economics, and that uh, that excitement kind of weared off after the first few months, and I found myself falling asleep in my classes. Oh. Not really, not really that interested. It wasn't. Uh, I was lacking that like kind of creativity. And then I found out about uh, technology and web development, and it just like kind of awoke in that. It awoke that creative spark back to where I was like I was making something, and I had more freedom in like what I was doing. And there was all these possible doors and avenues you could go down. And uh, after I, t I took a year off and found this whole technology sector and uh, just went all in on it my next year when I went back to school. Cool. Um, also, you mentioned a startup uh, in, <laughs> in your bio. I want to know about your startup. Tell me more about the startup. Yeah, so after I got my feet wet, I worked as a co-op at the BCAFC um, two summers ago. And I was doing a little bit of web development, just getting my feet wet. And then I really started to do a lot of it on my own time. And I started to get to the point where we, I, I could start making things that I thought uh, people would enjoy, or I could start doing doing work for people in the real world. And I had a few friends who were interested in doing the same thing. One of them I worked with um, that previous summer, and he had one friend who was coincidentally in my program. We had another buddy, we all got together, and we just started 
making websites pretty much out of our out of our kitchens actually <laughs> and uh, it started picking up and we started finding work here and there and um, we did that for an entire summer full-time and then on and off while we were in school the next year what you call your company it was Ursa Soul Designs nice. yeah so we did web websites web development web applications that kind of stuff anything on the web does that kind of like roll into the motivation is like why you wanted to have a co-op here at Animaki? Yeah, so it just got to a point where I felt like I wasn't, um, I guess, progressing in, in my, in like what I was learning. And I just really wanted to come somewhere where uh, if people have been doing it for a while and like the methods they were using were really trialed and proven. And um, I started looking for a co-op really late, a few weeks before the end of my last semester. And I was up on Indeed and looking at all these, uh, looking for jobs everywhere, and I came across Anna McKee, and it's, it's a funny story, I actually almost didn't apply for the job. <laughs> because uh, you guys weren't specifically looking for, for a summer student at the time, but you had job openings for web developers. So I started applying everywhere where they're looking for co-op students, and uh, eventually I came back to Anna McKee and thought, this place is just, it's too good a fit. Uh, I looked over your website and some of the work, and I've heard about you guys in the community too, and I thought, maybe I, I just got to talk to them and like see what's there. Like, this is too good a fit. Like, maybe we can work something out. So I emailed Jeff, and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. So as far as uh, your ex, so as far as your um, expectation in what your role would be here, um, like, is it kind of living up, or is it completely different than you imagined, or? Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect coming into it. You guys are looking for a web developer, and that could. I'm sure Dakota could tell you that could be anything. It's a very broad spectrum. Yeah. So um, the, some of the stuff I was doing before, I was doing a little more back-end work uh, that I kind of got it from my computer science background, building web applications, like all from scratch. And when I came here, I realized that you guys had a CMS that you've, you've built and you've been using for a long time. So I just got on board with that and committed to learning the technology. Speaking of which, like, have you learned anything here as far as you think that you'd be able to like, take back to school or keep, keep using it in your future? Keep using it in my future, yes. Take back to school, to be honest, not really. The curriculum's very different in school. They don't, the way it's set up is so you can go into any field you pick in computer science and they kind of give you a foundation. It's a lot of more theoretical stuff. So when it comes to more practical things on the job, they don't teach you a lot of that in school because you, well, you learn it when you, when you get on the job. But um, they give you a strong background in programming concepts, fundamentals, a lot of theory. So you can kind of, there's a wide range of options you can take. So if someone hasn't had like co-op experience and they've just had their schooling, they're gonna need a lot of work I think on their first first few months on the job to get them up to speed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, a lot of that I've learned here and I think I can definitely take away for when I do find a full-time position somewhere or working on projects myself. And what have you learned that you probably wouldn't have learned in school that you find very valuable working here? Uh, the whole process of building something from, from start to finish and when working in a team atmosphere and just realizing that it is a lot more than just just being able to code and, yeah. and put something up. Yeah. 
it's it gets hairy when you you're working with clients and you have a whole team and everyone has a job and it's just yeah, there's a there's a whole there's a whole process to it that was really good to experience. Uh, so that covers uh, Animiki uh, essentially, but also I really want to talk to you a little bit about um, advocating for Indigenous peoples entering the tech sector. So um, to start, I guess, why do you think you need to be an advocate for something like that? I guess because I'm the first first member of my family to go to like a four year college. And I guess I didn't really think it was much of an option when I was younger. I didn't even know this field existed until my second year of school. And it's just not something you really hear about very often in the community. And it is growing, and there are more and more people entering entering this uh, this field. I think that's awesome. But I think there's a lot of people that still don't know it is an option. And a lot of people, when they hear about technology, it's like this big, scary thing out there that they, some people say, oh that's just not for me or I know I used to say like I, I'm not smart enough to do that kind of stuff and realize that it is, it is an option for for anyone and I, I just wish I knew more about it when I was when I was younger and I wish I had more exposure and I wish I saw people that um, or my like my peers even or people like that came from the same background as me that were doing it so I, I knew that okay that, that's something I can do and what do you think some of the barriers are for other indigenous peoples or even like, uh, you know, even peoples that are in the minority, uh, like, you know, uh, BIPOC, uh, black indigenous people of color? I think, I think it's just a lack of awareness and just not exactly knowing what the field entails. So if you figure out what actually goes into something, it starts to become more manageable. You start to realize that like, okay, this isn't some big scary thing. Like these are the things I have to learn and have to figure out to, to do that. And this is the route, the path that I have to take to get there. And it's not just some <laughs> big scary thing hovering over there that you don't know anything about and you or don't want to look into. Totally, and even accessibility um, in that way for a lot of nations in Canada right now. Um, like connectivity is a big issue. So it's kind of hard to know about technology if you're unable to use it where you live. Um, and then also uh, another big issue is, uh, you already mentioned this, is just you know a lack of role models. Um, so yeah, it's really important that we have people like you just kind of come going into this field. And even if you're freaked out a little <laughs> bit, just you know, kind of buckling down and being like, well, if they can do it, why, you know, why can't I, right? Yeah. yeah, speaking of which is like, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up, but like, is that what inspired you to, um, help your partner learn coding and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, so I guess she, she'd probably kill me for saying this, but I think, <laughs> I think she had the idea too that you had to be some sort of nerdy math whiz to get into this field. And uh, I don't know if it was just the stereotype or if she like, had that thought in her head that it's just, I just can't, I can't do it, but um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, so just I did. I never wanted to to push her into learning because she's never had this kind of background, like 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 me either. So it was just kind of one of those things where I just kind of held the door open and let her peek in every now and then, <laughs> and then she's starting to find more and more interest too. And I think she might be heading in that direction as well. One other thing I kind of wanted to chat about was uh, when you were talking about the reason why you decided to get into computer sciences. Um, I, there was something you said that I found really interesting, and uh, it was 
uh, how you saw it as a way to be creative. Um, like there was a way for you to express your creativity. Um, but generally, uh, whenever people think about you know coding, they don't think about creativity. They don't think about um, you know being able to put your own spin on something. Um, or you know when they think about creativity, they think you know painting or writing or um, you know anything along those lines. So I was wondering if uh, maybe we could explore that a little bit more. Like um, how like for say for someone like me who you know knows HTML or someone who unlike me doesn't know anything right um, so like how would you explain this kind of concept of using creativity in computer sciences like what was it about it that just kind of drew you in I guess just about the biggest thing for me was I wrote my first program my first year of school and it was something it was so simple it was just a tiny little application you ran just like from your from your terminal it didn't have like an interface that you interact with. You just start it up and it, you enter a few numbers and it was just a calculator. Mm -hmm. You punch in some numbers, you punch in some commands and it spits something out. And the feeling of getting that thing to work and using it myself and watching the computer do something when I tell it to, it was just, whoa, <laughs> I made that. And it was just a really cool feeling. And then you start thinking about, okay, well what else? What else can I start making? What else could I make that will have like impact on on the world, on our communities? Like how they, this can be a tool I can use to bring value, like bring value to the world and the community. And that was a really big thing. And I a lot of people do think that it's more of a. I'm not sure if it's right brain or left brain. Right brain is the computational. Left brain is the. I might have that mixed up. But most people think that the computer science side of things is the more analytical side of the brain and some of it is but you also have this creative side that you can tap into too whether it's designing software whether it's building a user interface it really it taps into both sides and the thing I found with my other classes in school it was only tapping into that one analytical side where it was just like storing information recalling and just over and over and over again and this just kind of puts you in the driver's seat of what do you want to do? What do you want to make? Good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, have, I find myself using, like, the creative side to, like, solve problems and, like, even just kind of mapping out specific structures and stuff like that. Like, there's that bit of a creativity there of, like, how to apply specific situations to it. Yeah, it's really good. So, like, with the, uh, like, with the com computer sciences um, or coding, um, like it's a language, right? Like it's a language that you would learn, I'm assuming like you would learn Spanish or uh, Cree, right? Um, so, and you know, not everyone speaks the same way. So I was wondering if like say Java was kind of like that where you can just kind of go in and you know, express the same thing but do it in a different way essentially. So like not, like everyone speaks Java but that doesn't mean that everyone is going to say, you know, build this program in the exact same way. Or not everyone's going to say the same calculator. That's really interesting because then that also links to data as well, like the importance of data in, in having something like that and you know, kind of thinking about how that data is organized and how uh, that data is going to actually inform what you're building, right? So you can take data 
for, uh, say, a big white-collar corporation and then build something that's suited to their needs and it'll work for that, right? But then you can also use technology in a way so that if, um, like say an indigenous company, like Animiki, took that same data and used that, and used the same language to build something, then it would be completely different using the same data than, you know, than big white corporate America guy would do, right? So, it's really cool that you make that distinction because that's really what we're trying to do here as far as um, you know taking uh, data and uh, you know being sovereign over it and taking control of basically the stuff that we're producing that was a bit of a mind <laughs> dump but uh, yeah like what do you think like is that kind of the same thing or yeah I really want to jump in on that because when we're t when you started talking about the difference of oh everyone speaks the same language or they do it in a different way. Uh, I was really, really, really jamming on that as you were talking about it there because I think when you, we all speak English here, mm -hmm. but when Jen speaks, you can tell that it, it's Jen speaking. When it's me, you can tell it's me speaking. And I think it's the same way with, I guess the same way with program where we're, we're talking about that creative side of it. Like if you look at the code that Dakota writes in JavaScript and the code that Darian writes in JavaScript, <laughs> you can tell <laughs> Kate Dakota wrote this or Darian wrote this because it, it, it's the same language but you get to put your own style and twist on it and it really is a creative expression and back to what you're talking about with using technology in different ways I think just learning learning these technologies it, it, it empowers us it gives us possibilities to do things that we might not thought was possible before I think that's probably one of the biggest things for me, for my reason for getting into it. Thank you for listening to Indigenous Innovators. This podcast is a part of Animiki's Indigenous Innovators series, where we profile Indigenous leaders, activists, artists, and entrepreneurs. These profiles help us to better understand the challenges and opportunities Indigenous peoples face in Canada today. Indigenous Innovators was created by Animiki. This episode was produced by Jen Polak and is hosted by Jen Polak and Dakota Lightning. Animiki is an Indigenous-owned digital agency. We work with leading Indigenous-focused organizations from across all industries, driving positive change for Indigenous peoples through technology. To work with us, visit www.animiki.com services or email us at info at animiki.com. <laughs>